My name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. I always say faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but only in the power of God. So, Yemi. What do we have the delight to hear from to you today? Well, Philia, as you know, we are giving everyone a season pass to miracles where we closely examine the miracles of Jesus Christ and we apply it to our modern day life. Today, we are wrapping up our season of miracles. Wonderful. (laughs) So we did 33 episodes of miracles and it was really a great journey. I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I definitely learned a lot, not only about trying to manifest the miracles and asking God for miracles, but Mm -hmm. also being a miracle. Absolutely. I think when we first started, I was like, we need miracles, we need breakthroughs, (laughs) we need this. So it was about praying for miracles and praying for them to manifest in our lives. And then as we um, cover the miracles more and more, I started to realize that maybe the miracles have already here and I need to be a miracle or I need to create miracles for other people. And I think the access of the miracles is something that there's some things that we need to do in Mm -hmm. order to get there. And um, I'm just grateful. for learning all about miracles because it gave me insight to who Jesus is and what the kingdom is. We're going to talk about our favorite miracles. Yes, I, <laughs> I definitely have a lot of favorites, but we don't have enough time and prosperity to talk about that. So maybe what we'll pick what about two. Okay. I think that's that, sound, that sounds fair. All right, let's do at least two. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll start if okay, you don't mind. Please. Absolutely. So my first miracle that I'm calling my favorite just for this episode <laughs> is the miracle of healing the man at the pool in Bethesda. We covered this miracle in episode nine and the title was the long awaited miracles. This miracle is found in the book of John chapter five, verses one to 18. And what happens in this miracle is that Jesus comes upon a man who is sitting by a pool in Bethesda. And this is a special healing pool, right? That that people, when the pool bubbles up, think of it like a hot spring. When the pool bubbles up, they say that the angels are stirring it for miracles, but you have to be the first one to enter to get it. And there's this man who is sitting by the pool for 28 years. And he he was not unable to access this miracle. When Jesus comes upon him and he sees him, Jesus approaches him. This is a a good reminder that Jesus will approach you. He sees what you need and he will approach you. And when Jesus approaches him, he asks him, do you want to be healed? And that is such a profound question to me because a lot of times I find myself complaining about a lot of things, but I'm not doing anything about it. And I'm just sitting in the life sucks, this sucks, everything sucks. I'm like the queen of suckage, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm not active. And here it was about activating your faith and activating that desire. And I love that Jesus approached him and said, well, actually this man was there for 38 years, Mm -hmm. not 28. 
um, by the pool and he maybe he wanted someone to push him and I don't know what the problem is, but he had excuse after excuse. And I think a lot of us have excuse right. after excuse of waiting to do something, waiting for the perfect opportunity, waiting for the quote unquote time is right, right. which doesn't really manifest. No. Sometimes we just have to step out on faith. Right. And <laughs> when Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? I think that was like a whole big shift in his mind. And he's like, do I? Like, he, right. you got to question yourself, like, do I? Because I've been here doing right. nothing. And what happens when you're healed? What happens on the other side? What does that look like for you? And so sometimes the the other side is too much for you to fathom because now you have to change to be a new person, right? A whole bunch of other responsibilities you you have to now encompass because now your life for 38 years was sitting by this pool being miserable. Right. What does the next part of your life look like? Like if you're no longer miserable, what right. does it look like? It's some like, of us what now? Yeah, some of us can't even imagine right. what that other side looks like. Right. And so I love this because sometimes we do have to question ourselves. Right. Like when we're complaining all the time and Jesus is right there, he sees us complaining. It's almost like we can't access what we want. Or maybe deep down, we want to self-sabotage, whatever it is. We can't access it because we're not ready. We need to be approached by God. No one comes to the Father except through the Son. And Jesus will seek you out. And so I'm grateful that we serve a God who oh, seeks us out. Man. So I, lo I love that miracle because I've definitely waited. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a great miracle because it also shows that when you wait on God, he delivers. Amen. So I love that. And I mean, waiting for that long, mm -hmm. you know, some people give up hope, but you know, he waited for something to happen and he accessed his own miracle and, and it came to him. Jesus physically came to him. Jesus so, physically came to I, him I love that. and healed him and healed him. And healed Jesus him. told him, take up your mat and walk. and walk. Jesus didn't push him in the pool. No. Jesus didn't say it's your time. Jesus didn't say, I'm going to put on the pool just for you. Right. He said, I'm take up the your whirlpool bubbles so that you can get this. <laughs> he said, right. take up your mat and I walk. walk. Right. That means you had the power all, all that long. time. Yes. You just needed that direction. You yes. just needed that. Oh, faith. I love that. It brings chills to my spine. I love that. I love that. So uh for me, my one of my favorite miracles actually is the miracle of healing a woman with internal bleeding. And when we covered that miracle, it was episode 16. And the title of that was 12 years of blood before glory. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so this miracle was about a woman in a, a Galilean woman, I guess, who was in a Galilean town and Jesus, she heard about Jesus a traveling preacher at the time who was renowned for his teachings and his miracles. So she brought herself, of course, you're thinking about just a woman on her menses, how miserable it can be. Imagine 12 years nonstop, even back in those days, like it is known that when women were on their menses, they, they should not be in the kitchen cooking. They shouldn't be touching things. Can you imagine how Maybe she was really marginalized or ostracized, just knowing that she was constantly sick. She probably was very weak. She probably couldn't sleep because imagine losing that much blood, how anemic you must be. And she dealt with this for so long, 12 years of her life. And she heard about this wonderful, godly man who was preaching the gospel and she brought herself so that she can actually be in his midst. She just wanted to be in in proximity of him. 
And her condition was, of, of course, beyond the reach of any doctors of her time. So she approaches Jesus from behind with faith that his ability is so real and so powerful that all she was able to do is touch the hem of his clothing, of his cloak. And Jesus, and this is what makes this miracle so, so touching. He felt the power leave from him. Mm. It wasn't like he sat there and actually touched her. It was the hem of his cloak that she touched and he felt the power. He turned around and said, who touched me? And his disciples was like, uh, duh, uh, there's thousands of people here. Like uh, <laughs> everybody touched you. What's going on, JC? <laughs> like, uh, we need to have a conversation on the side because everybody's touching you. And he said, no, the person who touched me, th there's something to that. And that power that Jesus said that woman, your faith has healed you, you go. And all the blood she felt also simultaneously, all the blood dry up in her. And it just literally like that, like as if it never happened. And I think that to me is, is, is a, one of the miracles of all time because it shows that Jesus can heal you from afar. He can heal you just by his presence. He can heal you in his midst. But the faith is what healed her believing yes. that she can go there and be in the midst of him. It's almost like when you think of, but on a much smaller level, like just being in the midst of a celebrity's glory, you just hope that some of that stardom just reaches you. <laughs> this is like a hundred folds over. <laughs> so the faith is what healed her. And I really love this. And of course, this miracle can be found in the book of Mark, chapter five, verses 25 to 34. And also, of course, in Matthew nine, verses 20 to 22, and in Luke eight, verses 43 to 48. Yeah, the fact that Matthew, Mark, and Luke all covered this miracle means that it, it was something that they recognized they as, and recognized. as something powerful. Yes. And this woman, like you said, must have been lonely and isolated for years, for years, not due to something that she did, but a condition that she had that no one could help resolve. And it took everything. She's like, if I can crawl, if I can just touch him, I can be healed. And that means for all of us, just even in the fingertips, yes. <laughs> we can access that power. Like Jesus is for all of mm -hmm. us. And the miracles that he has, he didn't have to go to you specifically. No. You didn't have to come to him specifically. You could just be able to touch the hem of his garment and get right. that. And he knew, he felt that power felt leave him immediately. Yes. So imagine if you really believed that you can, with the tips Manifest of your finger, your whole miracle. you can change your whole entire life. Absolutely. We need more belief. We have to. It, it literally makes no sense not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. These stories are, are real testimonies. And it didn't come for one person. It came for Mark, Lou, them, Matthew. Like they literally, and they call that synoptic um, gospels because you can find those stories in all of them. So you know it happens, yeah. you know? And I just think that the fact that she said, I'm going to go to him because with all of the medicine, uh, all of the, the money that she's expended and exhausted, she was exhausted emotionally, financially, you know, psychologically, mm. physiologically. Mm. It was like, I am drained to no avail, but I know I can be replenished if I can just be in the midst of this walking blessing, I would yeah. say, 
and and she went and she was she managed to touch the 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 hem of his clothing yeah and that was enough that was enough that's amazing this reminds me of um then the next miracle that i think is my favorite uh or one of my favorites, I should say. And this is the miracle of cursing a fig tree. Mm -hmm. This is found in the book of Mark, chapter 11, verses 12 to 14, and also 20 to 25. Mm -hmm. We covered this in episode 32, and it was called Live by the Fruit, Die by the Fruit. Now, the reason why I like this miracle so much is because it reminds me a lot about my life. And it, it connects to the Philia, your um, last favorite one, because there's something that Jesus said that was so on point. He said that if you have faith to move, to tell this, to move mountains, all you have to do is say to that mountain to move and move. Mm. That was like the woman who used Every last resource she had to be healed, but this was her last resort. If you have faith enough, she was able to take power from Jesus yes. and claim it to her own. She's able to access that. Right. And and also in this miracle, this was a something, this is a shift because Jesus actually doesn't heal. He like kind of kills. <laughs> <laughs> right. He curses the fig tree. And the fig tree honestly is a symbol. Um, it's not just he's out here cursing plants to die. It's pretty much a metaphor for a lot of things because he was on his way to his death. This is at the point where he's at the, on his death. And his ministry was to bring this news, this message of the kingdom to show them who to give an account of who Jesus really, um, who God really was right. so that you can have an up close encounter. You can change your ways. You can believe in him and you can have access to eternal life. Cause before that we didn't have access before right. Jesus. I don't know what happened. We just died. I don't know. Right. But, right. but with, through Jesus, we not only have, we not only learn how to access the kingdom right now, but we also have access to eternal life. And so when he sees this tree in his in and he sees from afar that that it has leaves, mm -hmm. even ahead of its season, he must he might have got excited. He right. was like, There's uh -oh. something there. Something is there. There's something there. Right. And then when he gets up close, he sees that it was a hollow promise. Yes. And he's upset because right. it's like you had leaves before it was your time. Right. And now you can't produce the fruit because now you're out of season. You're right. out of place. So he says, no one will eat from you again. It's like he, it had bitter leaves or Correct. something. Right. And I think about like out of time, out of place, out of season. And a lot of times we want to mature right. before our time has come. And I think about myself in terms of all the things that I desire, but I want the end result <laughs> now right. before I it's develop those deep roots yes. enough to withstand. Because sometimes you need the roots. You need a lot to stand on before you can grow, mm -hmm. before you can show yourself, before you can have access to whatever you're looking for in this life or the next. And a lot of us want to be developed ahead of our time. We, we want our relationships, our finances, all these things Everything. to grow before it's season. And what happens is that we can't sustain it and it dies. Yes. And even in Jesus's ministry, right before he's, he's going to die, he's saying that he came here to preach to the, the people of Israel. And a lot of them rejected him. And so he was like, I came here to give you this promise. I saw from a distance, you are, you are the people that I'm called from. The, I'm from you people. This is the people I came 
from, and yet you didn't, you rejected me. You didn't have the fruit. So it's just a reminder for me that there's a time and a season for everything. And in that waiting period, make sure that you're growing your roots, that you're deepening your roots, that you're understanding that you're getting mature so that when it is time to blossom the fruit, that the fruit is not underripe. It's not bitter, Bitter. but it's sweet and it's sustaining and that it will produce more fruit, right? Like we talk about like the generations to come. Like if I'm going to say anything, if I'm going to have a child in this, in, in my life, I want to give my child a good life. And maybe I'm not ready to do that because I need to mature. I love this miracle. <laughs> it reminds me, I love this. It reminds me of the idea that all that glitters is not gold, mm. you know, because this fruit looked beautiful. The leaves were nice and plump and green. And then he went <laughs> up and was like, where the fruit? Where, where the, the fruit, fruit at? <laughs> where the fruit? <laughs> so, and, and he cursed it rightfully because he put it back into place Ooh. where it needed to go. Mm. Right. So I think Jesus did his thing. He set it straight. Oh, he yeah. set the record straight. When it's not your time, it's not your time. And that's it. And and that that is a great miracle. Um, I would like to harp on this, my, my second miracle, which is the miracle of healing the Canaanite woman's demon-possessed daughter. Now, the title of that miracle was in episode 21 called The Benefits of Proximity and Catching Crumbs. Now, the reason why I love this miracle is because, again, it had to do with the faith of a woman in Jesus Christ. It, it, this woman, um, first of all, Jesus went out to this town and this woman was crying after him to heal her demon possessed daughter. Now, the disciples were a little pissed off because it was like she's calling and howling out to us. Like, how disrespectful, <laughs> like, shoo her away, shoo her. Like, why? Why are you even listening to this? And he answered her and his disciples came and begged him like to send her away. But he answered and said, I wasn't sent to anyone, but the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Because in his mind, he's here for, at the time, he's here for, you cannot take things away from the children of Israel. And one, she was a Canaanite woman. So in his, for Jesus, it's not because he wasn't accepting of others, but he was here for a mission. But this woman Outside of the fact that she was not Hebrew, she was like, I still believe that you can heal my daughter or you can heal my demon possessed daughter. And he answered, it's not appropriate to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. So now this sounds like he was dissing her like, you a dog, like, why are you hollering at us? (laughs) And what, what he was basically trying to say is that the calling is not for you, it's for others but yet still you want to take from them. And she is so savvy and says, well, even dogs eat the crumbs off the children's table. And for me, Jesus was like, oh, okay. Got him. You got me on this one. I'm pretty clever, but you know what? I have to say, this is definitely one for the times. And the fact that she said that, he knew right away that she would, he would definitely heal her daughter immediately because it was like, woman, it is your faith that has healed you because the crumbs, the, it's the same thing as blessings. Blessings don't fall on the floor. They mm. fall somewhere. Mm. So the blessings that belong to the children of Israel are the same blessings that are going to fall to the children of Canaanite. And that's kind of like, these blessings don't go away. They just fall someplace else. Right. And she said, I'm okay taking those little bitty, bitty blessings because that's enough 
to heal everything that I'm asking for. Yeah. I'm not asking for much. And to me, this is what Christ is basically saying that, you know, you may not get everything, but even a little goes a long way. Yes. Amen. Amen. And, amen. I, and I love that she, she followed him and she wouldn't stop the, the howling right, right. <laughs> because she knew that if she was close enough that she would, she would get the benefit. Yes. That's why there's benefit in proximity. Your net worth is your network. The people that you hang around establishes your value. Yeah. And so you're always going to want to be around people who are smarter, who are doing well, who's doing like have the things that you want, right? You're always yeah. looking for these mentors and that's how you grow. And she knew that she had to be close enough in order to get it. Like if I can just be in the area, maybe I can get some of these blessings. Yeah. So it's important for us to not be jealous of people mm -hmm. who are blessed. But I'd be like, yo, how you get that blessing? Right, <laughs> like, right. What did you do to get that opportunity? Right. What can do you have any advice? And I and I think that's how we have to learn how to position ourselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of us say, like, God will do it, won't he do it? We just need God, we don't need anyone else. But God put a lot of things in place. Right. And in order to access it, sometimes we need to be in the right place at the, the right, right time. time. Yes. We need to make sure that we're in these rooms. We need to make sure that we're asking the right questions. This is about accessing these miracles that we desperately want. We can't just wait by the poolside Absolutely. expecting for that 28 years someone's gonna push us in <laughs> right one right. day is gonna be my time right like get up right. The, jesus right. is like get up right. and this woman is like if i'm just close enough i can catch those crumbs exactly and i think that that's why he basically was saying woman great is your faith be it done to your even as you even as your as you desire because it was like she believed in him and his ability and his blessing so much that that was what was her act. That's how she accessed her own miracle. So I think that is really important. Like, you know, when you mentioned your net um, worth is your network, it's the same thing as birds of a feather flock together, right? Mm. It's that idea that- That might not be a good thing. I know. <laughs> it's the idea that people judge you by your company. You know, when you see someone with blessings, be happy for them. You don't know what they've been through to get there. Everyone has their own journey. Everyone is predestined for their own journey. So you are predestined for your own journey. So be grateful and say, God, I can't wait for my blessings because I know it's coming. That's how it's great to see it because the jealousy is how we block our own blessings. Ooh, say that again. Yes, the jealousy of other people's blessings is how we block our own blessings. Right. So it is important to be happy and ask. It's like, hey, you know, I and like if I like I always say, if I can't even be blessed with one tenth of Oprah, eh? <laughs> oh, the kind of joy. <laughs> And it's like, so it's like, I'm happy like to see someone so prosperous. It's like, what were the things? And of course she didn't get there easily. She suffered all, she suffered, mm -hmm. right? But you can't say, oh, I want to be like her. What, did you want to go through all of the hardship that she went through? But when you see the other end of it, it's like, yes, I welcome the hardship because it made me realize I can get through it. So I think this is, this is why it's important to, to trust and obey and be, and be faithful because you just don't know when your time is coming. You just don't know. And I, and I think I love what you said that the jealousy can block your blessings mm -hmm. because if you're happy for someone and they're blessed, 
Who's to say they won't bless That's you too? You. Yes. And it's important for us to also be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. Like we, some of us have an abundance of and something. There's something you have an abundance of. Maybe you have an abundance of time. Maybe you have an abundance of a, speci- a specific talent. Maybe you have an abundance of, you know, a skill or, or, or money. You can be a blessing to someone else. And, and it has to be right time, right place, right? Like right. if people you don't know may not benefit from your, your generosity or right. your time or your talent, but people who are around you who may not have had may be able to get access to that. Right. So it's important that we're also a blessing to other people. Just as we want blessings to flow from someone to onto us, let us make sure that we are a blessing to others. This is great. This is awesome. I can't wait for us to hear what your favorite miracle is on the live. Well, we thank you for tuning into this podcast today. We hope you enjoyed this discussion on our favorite miracles. But before we end, we have a few announcements and then we will close with a prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We are super delighted to be back on tonight with our Wisdom Wednesdays YouTube live discussion where we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 33, plus our favorite miracles of all time. This will take place tonight at our new time of 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. If you haven't done so already, we are continuing to fill our jars of joy with a note, scripture, prayer, or just something God has done for you in the name of Jesus. It's not too late to catch up. We are only in week 17. Now, in the last podcast of the year, we will empty out all of our jars or our boxes and take turns reading our blessings. Now, we are 21 days closer to God. We will begin a 21-day fast starting on Sunday, May 7th and ending Sunday, May 28th. All that is required is a journal, willing and able, as well as self-discipline. We will be focusing on prayer, worship, and meditation on the word. We ask that you commit to a clean eating routine within a seven-hour window. So this will entail clean eating, being fruits, vegetables, grilled, baked meats, no fried foods, no foods or drinks with added sugar. We also ask that you set aside time daily for two 21-minute blocks to commune with God. Now, if you're interested, please text one of us or email treadingfaith at gmail.com to be added to the 21 Days Closer to God Fast group. We'll be releasing more information this coming Saturday via podcast to get started. Now, Treading Faith is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. So please check out our Instagram page for the latest updates. And if you like us, continue to spread the news and follow us. Don't forget, click that like button, and then you can easily comment and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Our prayers are strengthened in numbers, so we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer.
Heavenly Father, thank you that nothing is impossible for you. Hear our prayer for a miracle. Fill us with faith that you can answer all of our prayers. What seems impossible to us is within your power. When we can't think of a solution, you are still able to act. Please help us to believe that nothing that we face in life can compare to you. You are the God of the impossible. Neither death or life, angels or rulers, things present or future, height or depth, or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from your love through Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we name above all names. Your power is unlimited and your strength has no end. You have said that faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains as we face a mountain now, Lord, and feel our faith is weak. We know that you would amaze us with your miraculous power. Remind us that you are in control of everything in our lives and that you are able to do far more than all that we ask or can even imagine. Heavenly Father, to you be the glory throughout all generations. Father God, we thank you that you are our strength and our song. You fill our hearts with joy. Your name is powerful, and at your name, mountains shake and seas roar. At your name, creation sings with joy. At your name, demons flee. At your name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are our Lord and our Savior. We offer our prayer, so give us assurance that there is no power greater than your name. Give us all eternal comfort and good and hope through grace and comfort. Heavenly Father, you are our rock, you are our redeemer, and you are everything in Jesus' name. We pray, amen, amen, and amen. We thank you all for listening. We can't wait to explore our 21 days closer to God. And most importantly, we can't wait to see you tonight at 8 p.m. sharp. And that's Eastern. Don't miss it. Until next time, see you soon. We love you. We are so happy that you continue to be with us and support us. And enjoy your day. Bye.